Hi, this is Miracle Lori from Jocelyn's Dollhouse. Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, all my friends out there. You're listening to my friends Scott and Miles on the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Uh, this is episode eighty-six, and uh, sick. It's, it's, we're, we're sick, all right. It's episode eighty-six, and this is our Christmas list episode. Uh, what's on your Sci-Fi Christmas list episode? And we uh, did it last year, and we're bringing some old friends back, and uh, just some to talk friends. about and some new friends. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're all they're all friends. Mm-hmm. But uh, my name's Scott Herzog, and I'm one of the hosts of the Sci-Fi Diner. And hello, I am Miles P. McLaughlin. And we have with us on Skype right now, all the way from Kansas, Star Trek novel writer Dayton Ward. Yep, Dayton, welcome. Hi, guys. Yeah, it's good to have you back Hi. on the diner. It's good to be here. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's always and good. I'm actually in Missouri. <laughs> Kansas City, though, right? Am I right about that? Kansas City, yeah. yeah I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm actually 10 minutes from the Kansas border, so it's close enough. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I'll say, I got the Kansas right. Just wrong state. So, did you, uh, uh, Dane, did you know I lived in Kansas for a while? Well, you were smart. You got out. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was like the middle of Kansas. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Man, yeah. that's going to be one of those nights. Okay. Yeah, wait. Um, and we we also have with us John Frazier from Frazier from uh, Think Geek, who is with us tonight. Welcome, John. Good evening, everybody. Yep, and uh, it's good to have you back again, talking about some good sci-fi. Thanks. I always have a good time on the diner. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, let's start off tonight. Tonight's all about our Christmas list. Mm-hmm. What's on our sci-fi Christmas list? But let's start off with some trivia tonight. And um, and we have a new trivia question that we'll have to figure out. We can figure it out at the end of the show, and I'll just insert the, the new trivia sometime okay. here. So we don't need to worry about it now. But uh, we have the trivia question from last week that we gave out. And go ahead. Tell us, what was that trivia question, Miles? Well, we kind of kept it the Star Wars Empire Strikes Back-focused uh, uh, sort of in you know in, in, memory. in honor of the passing of the director right? yes uh erwin kirshner and we asked uh what was the substance han solo was frozen in yeah and the answer is anyone anyone carbonite yeah it was carbon that was pretty easy oh, but come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> i actually heard that it was also a reference that kirk made in the original series does he make a reference to carbonite somewhere? Corbomite. Yeah, Corbomite. Yeah. Corbomite. So it's close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of our listeners picked up on that, and of course, I knew nothing about it because I'm a terrible original series person to ask. Um, and uh, the code word, of course, was Dagobah. Mm-hmm. So that's part of that. And they won what, Miles? They won a really cool $100 Think Geek gift card. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Great for Christmas. So, and, uh, and Frage, there's a lot they can get from Think Geek, right? Oh yeah, we just uh, put out a brand new catalog, and if you're a subscriber, uh, you should be the you should be getting that catalog in your mailbox right about now. 
Yeah, he's sending it. Phrase is at Think Geek. He's sending it to you right now as you're listening to the episode. I'm I'm at I'm at Think Geek Corporate Headquarters. Yep, yep. So we're recording live from that, and our winner is Michelle. Yeah, Michelle S. And uh, Michelle, I'll be giving your email to Shane from Think Geek, and you should be getting a gift certificate in your mail, in your email sometime. So very cool. And again, one new trivia for you that we'll be dropping in the end of the show. Tell us a little bit, uh, since we talked about ThinkGeek, I guess we're going to cover some of the items that ThinkGeek has probably in our Christmas list, Frage. Uh, did you want to pimp anything in particular uh, that ThinkGeek is, uh, has for the holidays here? Oh, you put me on the spot, didn't okay. you? Okay. Well, um, we can ask you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me think about that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Not a real big deal. Well, tonight we're going to let, – let's go into sharing what's on our Christmas list here. And I thought what we do is we'll kind of do it round robin like we've done it in the – like we've done it, did it in the in the last podcast that we had that we did this sort of thing. And uh, does anyone want to go first and share the number one thing that is on their Christmas list or number five? How do you want to do it? I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot here. Um this isn't necessarily the most important thing on my list, but um, it's still kind of up there. Uh, I am going to be asking for the um, the Haynes um, uh, Star Trek uh, USS Enterprise uh, manual. The, the Haynes manuals are those manuals that they put out for the cars you could get at the uh, at the uh, at the body shops of the mechanics, and uh, they point out on uh, the Enterprise. And I also heard that um, there's a little bit of information in there about the uh, new Enterprise from the movie. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to talk about Haynes underwear for a moment. <laughs> yeah, I need some of that too. But seeing that book, it doesn't really have a lot of info on the new ship. Okay. So basically other than, oh yeah, there's a new ship from an alternate reality. Yeah. So, okay. So it mentions it. It mentions it. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have any diagrams or cutaways or blueprints or anything like that. Yeah. But do you think, is it still, still a good book to have? You know, it's it's probably a cool gift idea for a casual fan. You know, not if you're a hardcore Trekkie that's into the prints and the deck plans and technical readouts and that kind of thing, you're not going to get anything new out of this particular volume. But if you're just a casual fan who, you know, is either just now joining it or coming into it or you're just not that obsessed about it, it's it's a cool it's a cool book that starts a conversation. I mean, because it looks just like one of the Chilton manuals or the Haynes manuals you'd buy for your car. Yeah, very you know, so uh, and that was kind of what I was hoping it would be more like when I heard about it. it would be you know it's like a teardown. You know that's how they make those books, and they basically tear down a car and then they build a manual based on how they you know how everything puts together when they tear it down and put it back together. You know, uh, and you I was kind of hoping that because you know, I'm thinking, what if you got one of those ships just sitting out on blocks in your front yard? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that would just be a fun image to have. Even like a even like one of the shuttles just have out in your driveway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You might be a redneck if. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might be a trek neck if. Well, they did. Trek neck, I like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, uh, Phrase, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, something off your Christmas list? Well, I'm not going to include anything that ThinkGeek has because that would be obvious and pandering. You know, for example, I would never tell anybody that uh, Jedi bathrobe is a wonderful gift for a Star Wars fan in your life that loves a warm, soft, terry cloth robe with a Jedi insignia embroidered on it for seventy nine ninety nine. Nor would I mention that it comes in black either. Instead, what I would like this year is uh, a Firefly Malcolm Reynolds gun holster that uh, my friends at Quantum Mechanics make. It's... Um, it's real leather. It's a 100% perfect replica of the holster worn by uh, Nathan Fillion on Firefly. The exact same screws, exact same rivets, the exact snaps were used. The same stitching, even the same leather dies were used. It's a perfect replica. Only 500 were made. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely want one of those things. That rocks. That rocks. That would be totally cool. I thought you were going to say, like, the, the, the tight pants that Mal wore. So you can be called no, Captain. no, I'm wearing those right now. <laughs> <laughs> Captain tight pants. But well, that's that's an awesome gift. So is the Jedi bathrobe. Oh yeah, definitely. I actually that I don't almost, know what you're talking about that that that, that almost that almost made my Christmas list. Mm-hmm. It didn't though. It didn't. Well, Dayton, uh, tell us something off your list. I'm figuring out I, what I would like is a headset that I can figure out how to work the mute button on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was going to ask though, because you know, the, last year we had some fun with this, where we had gifts that you know, there's actually a possibility someone might 
buy it, and then there's the the gifts from beyond the realm that will never happen, but it's a cool idea. Oh yeah, they're both so, acceptable here. I have both. Go with what? Yeah, they're both. Either either one is fine. I'll go with the sensible gift first because there's okay. a chance, you know. Is uh, Time Life has just recently released the complete series of the Six Million Dollar Man on DVD. Oh man! All five seasons, all the movies, all the reunion movies. You know, hours and hours and hours of bonus features, and it's like two hundred and fifty dollars from Time Life, and it's only available through mail order through their site for a year. And then it'll be released to retail, you know, like your Best Buys and your Targets and all that kind of stuff. So I've been – every time I even bring up – when everybody asks me, what do you want for Christmas? And I bring it up, you know, they all just kind of go deaf. All right. Well, like, no, no, okay. Well, what else do you want? <laughs> nice. Dayton, I, I, I hear you. How about you. a nice tie? Yeah. You can get I, one of those 8-bit ties from ThinkGeek. Not that Frazier would ever promote that, but – Never. No, never. But, but you could. Dayton, I heard um, – uh, John and another guy uh, talk about that on uh, DVD Geeks a couple episodes, and uh, I was just geeking out hearing them talk about it. Well, I'm a nerd for that show. I mean, that's one of the ones that I remember fondly from my childhood. And I've seen, I don't know, episodes periodically over the years, but you know, I, I've never, I don't know that I've ever watched the whole thing from front to back, you mm-hmm. know, since I was a kid. So, That'd be cool. all right, hey, uh, Kevin's on. Let me go ahead and give him a call and invite him into our show. So, Kevin, uh, we just started sharing our Christmas list. Dayton just, sh- just shared his uh, desire for the $6 million man that he said that you're actually going to yes. be... Bu- you're, that, you're, that you're, that you're, well, I, I ought to pick that up because I think, I think he got me uh, Secrets of Isis when I asked for that. Right, right. Well, very cool. So, are, are, are we? Are, so, are we just taking turns to yep, s- yep. out what it is that we're? Uh, yeah. So, go ahead. You're, you're next. Is that all right? I'm next. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. that's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Well, here's here's where I'll start. Oh, here's by where by, I'll start. by the way, we we do need to introduce. We just lost Dayton. He didn't. He said the heck with it. We don't want to be on this show anymore. But he, we did. We didn't really introduce you. So we should probably introduce Kevin mm-hmm. here, who's uh, joining us. Who is in. He's a not, writer, another writer, another Star Trek writer, and works mm-hmm. for Hallmark, as you kind of alluded to. That's that's correct. Um, my name is Kevin Dilmore. I am a uh, writer at Hallmark Cards, and I also um, take part in uh, Star Trek writing with my partner, Dayton Ward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin, go ahead. Tell us something off your Christmas list. Um, the first thing that I had down on my Christmas list was an iTunes gift card, but for a specific reason. Because for $10.99, you can download the entire season of AMC's The Walking Dead. And if any of you have not seen this series, you need to check it out. And for, I mean, I can guarantee you that when the DVDs come out, it is not going to be for $11. So, uh, it's just, it's a very inexpensive way to get an awesome show. Dude, that show was one of the Best shows on television this year. So I, I now don't spoil the uh, uh, season finale for me yet because I haven't seen it. Yeah. Did did, it, did any of the other guys watch it? I know Miles didn't watch it. Dayton, uh, John, did you did you watch it at all? I've been watching oh, it. Oh yeah, but I haven't totally watched the finale. Yet, totally into so. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just talking about real. I mean, as realistic as you make that, but realistic zombie sci-fi is great. I do have so, a DVD. And, and, and as a uh, um, as a side note, if uh, uh, you're interested, you can always go out and, uh, and pick up the uh, the comic books. Um, I have not read any of them, but Dayton has. Dayton, how were the comic books? I like them. I've only read the first three trades, um, you know, trade paperback collections. So I'm not much further along in the storyline than than I think the miniseries makes it. So right. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys think it's about good stuff? It's yeah. good stuff. What do you think? What do you guys think about them firing the entire writing staff? You know what? I heard that that was not true. Oh. Uh, Darabont went on record and said that that was absolutely not the case. Everybody's still on board, and they're all plotting, or they're going to meet after the first of the year to start plotting the new season. Oh, well, good. Well, we hope that's the case then. Because yeah, we, we heard it. I mean, it came down through that everyone was fired. I thought, well, that's kind of a stupid decision for a hit show, but you never know. It, yeah, that, I, I, could, I put that out that too. rumor so that they would hire me. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you certainly have enough zombie stories going on there, Dayton, so. <laughs> but 
<laughs> so, but yeah, it's, I think it's uh, it's great performances, great TV. Um, to be honest, when I travel, I uh, watch a lot of stuff on my iPod, and I'm going to buy it, even though I've seen it, just because it's six hours of good TV, and I can have it with me wherever I go. So, uh, so yeah, just that would be on my Christmas list. Yeah, we well, you know. You know, if they need zombie extras, they can just hire my students. So <laughs> <laughs> they they fit in there sometimes. Some of them, some of them. Are. Well, I mean, you know, Congress is getting ready to let out, so they can have them. Oh yeah, definitely for the Christmas break, they'd be great extras. <laughs> a lot of extras, and they don't even they don't need much makeup there either. <laughs> some of them don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, on, my, on my Christmas list, I um, I did put as one of the things that I wanted is this summer I landed at a church book sale um, about 30 to 40 of the original series uh, pocketbooks for Star Trek. And so I think it was like up to about book 80. And so I just wanted to kind of, I, I want to be able to fill in the gaps for that. So I'd like money to go out and purchase all those books that I don't have. And so I picked those, I picked up about 30 to 40 of those books for about 18 bucks. And so they're the old ones, the older ones. So just to continue the story. So that's kind of what's I don't know anybody. Who, I don't know anybody who reads those things. Yeah, yeah, me, me neither. I, I I quit I quit reading them after they stopped numbering them. <laughs> <laughs> I quit reading them after they started letting me write them. Like, <laughs> <"Don't>, <laughs> reading them is just a colossal waste of time. It is. It oh is. wait, I, I read them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They make great He's making that joke because my my original series novel which was my first novel was the actual the last numbered novel in the TOS line. Oh really? So and what number killed, what number I was that? Number well that? What number was that? I killed uh, 97. 97. Right. Yeah. And so so now they just put them out without numbers? Yeah, well I mean if they if it's part of a mini series they'll they'll number the books in the mini series, you know, book 1, book 2, that kind of thing. But the on, you know, the ongoing monthly numbering stopped several years ago because they didn't want to be they were worried that they were getting a reputation, you know, like Harlequin Romance or Mac Boland, you know, where there's a book every month and it's just kind of cranked out assembly line style. And I mean that's the reputation that those books get whether it's reserved or deserved or not. You know, that's the reputation they have. And the editors of Pocket wanted to kind of get away from that that thinking or that misperception, so they they tried to. That's why the books are a little, you know, they're 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 longer now than they were hmm. ten years ago. I mean, they're almost what forty fifty thousand words longer in some cases. They're, and they've gotten rid of the number, so yeah. and, and some of them are, I mean, are well over three hundred pages long. Yeah, which well, some of them are well over four. I mean, our Kevin and I are averaging around four hundred pages. In a book, and then you know you get somebody like David George, and he, you know, four hundred pages is basically his author's forward. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, you know, uh, you know, anytime I think Star Trek original series, I think Harlequin Romance. You know, they're trying to jump out of the Starfleet uniforms and you know the long flowing hair, and <laughs> Kirk with his shirt ripped on the cover, you know, like yeah. Fabio, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna have a. Uh, Kirsten Byers' uh, latest uh, on my desk right here, and it's 370 pages. Wow. Well, not short books, that's for sure. Well, Miles, I think it's your turn next. Give us a gift off your list. Well, along with uh, Star Trek novels, uh, I got Kindle for my last birthday, and uh, so I would be happy with some Amazon gift cards so I could buy some of the, the really cool new Star Trek books that are coming out in the next couple months. Oh, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That's too logical, Miles. Too too simple. Um, that's one. That that is one thing I like to do with my time is read it. When, when is next uh, a Vanguard novel coming out? I'm I'm I, I guys I'm hearing like every fifth word. I can't I can't hear what. And there's over. It's almost like an overlapping conversation. This is worse than my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I can call your iPhone. No, here. Uh, do you want me to drop you out and add you back in? Do it anyway. He's not adding anything. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, I mean, I hang up on him. Now that we got that guy out of the way. Yeah, now we can, now we can really talk. I can hear you perfectly. Oh my God, you guys are totally much clearer than you were. Much better, much better. All right. 
Oh, John sounds like he's right behind my couch. Well, what you don't know, Dane, is that he is actually right behind your couch. That's a nice jacket you're wearing, Dane. <laughs> and I so dig your Jedi bathrobe. <laughs> is that what I missed? The Jedi yeah, bathrobe? Yeah, and what you don't know is... 79 from SeatGeek.com, yeah. available in brown and black. Yes, yeah. what you don't know is that is that, that is always wearing... <laughs> well, no, because I'm not just, surprised by that at all. Just call me Jedi Commander. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, uh, let's pick up where we left off, and I'll edit the earlier part and try to make it sound somewhat good. I believe, Frage, it's your turn to share something off your sci-fi Christmas list. All right. Well, we were talking about Walking Dead previously, and it's a freaking awesome show, but it is an even better comic book. And a lot of people might feel intimidated by the fact that it's, uh, I think, currently 79 issues. But there are lots of uh, collections and omnibi. Is it omnibuses? Omnibi? I like omnibi. Omnibi. And and compendiums. And uh, they all contain several issues in a single volume. But make sure you take some time out to really sit down and read them because they're probably the hardest thing you'll ever try to put down. With the exception of Kevin Dilmore and Dayton Ward's two-part Star Trek novel, A Time to Sow and A Time to Harvest, available now at Amazon.com, the Kindle store, uh. or your favorite pair of dead trees. Though, um, to mention these Let's books see. here would be an obvious plug, and that's not what we're about here. <laughs> of course not. That was, that was a promoted tweet. Right, right. Definitely. Well, that's payback for all the Think Geek love I gave last year, man. I know, right? You know how many of those stupid Tauntaun sleeping bags you sold? <laughs> Hey, I mean, anything we can do to help. Right, right, right. That's awesome. Well, Dayton, it's your turn. What's uh, Give us something off your list. I'm going to pull a repeat from my list last year because apparently nobody was listening and I didn't get it. So yeah. I'm going to ask for uh, – I want the original series on Blu-ray. Uh, that's on my that's on my list of things to get when I actually get a Blu-ray player. But I, I'm 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 prepared to have them and bank them until I get a Blu-ray player. So if anybody's listening that's taking notes, you know that's what I want. Yeah. So I guess, I guess the Blu-ray player would be nice too, huh? Well, you know, yeah, that would definitely be a step in the right direction. But you know, I'll start small. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. You're going to say something? No, I just it seems that I mean. Every time we turn around, there's more and more uh, Blu-ray stuff that catches my interest, but I still have not committed to a Blu-ray player either. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, eventually that one when one of my DVD players, you know, blown blows out or whatever, I'll, I'll go ahead and upgrade to a, a Blu-ray. But I'm not going to go through the effort of replacing my DVD collection and upgrading everything to Blu-ray. Right. I mean, it'll that's that's ridiculous. But I do want the original series. The original series is like my white album. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'll have it in whatever format is is uh, is the most advanced or the most uh, up to date or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's and I think that that's uh, exactly where I'll be. Is I'll pick up the original series of Star Trek. I'll pick up the uh, um, uh, the classic trilogy of Star Wars when it comes out on Blu-ray, and then I may buy the occasional title here and there. But uh, I am absolutely not going to turn over my collection. Yeah, yeah, that, that's something too. The uh, the Blu-ray Star Wars. You know, you know how many versions of Star Wars I have. It's yep. like it's like insane. But I don't know. But yeah, I think the original series in Blu-ray would be awesome as well. And we just lost Kevin. So yeah, I was gonna say the, the, the signal started to crack up again in there. And yeah. I held on for dear life. So Woo-hoo. glad you're here. I'll, I'll add Kevin back in here. I don't know what the hell happened. No, I don't know. I think I think oh, you hit a button. Did somebody turn on that other computer? No, no, no. That other computer's off. Wow. I think I think yeah. so. Yep. Very good. Well, my something that's on my Christmas list. That's kind of far-fetched and totally fantastical and will never happen. I would love to have sitting out my driveway Christmas morning a Tron light cycle. No. <laughs> you know, so uh, make that happen, guys. Make it happen. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah, vehicles would be a good thing to have. Yeah, yeah, you know. I but guess. that leads into one of the things on my list. Oh, go ahead. So, I mean, I just, I, uh, there's a number of Tron things I would like to have. Um, the, uh, uh, original soundtrack by Daft Punk is now available on iTunes, uh, for 10 bucks and, uh, and, and 
and that's a great mood setter. Um, Dayton picked me up a, a diecast recognizer, and those are four bucks at any toy store. Um, there's like seven different uh, uh, diecasts in that vehicle set that's coming out, and uh, there's a couple of uh, of comics if you guys hit your local comic stores. Um, the uh, uh, original movies finally been adapted in comic form by Peter David. Uh, there's a, a great comic by Jai Nitz um, that's uh, called Tron Betrayal that kind of fills in between the two movies. Um, and so there's there's a ton of Tron stuff out there. This is a great Christmas for uh, uh, for that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I am. Uh, we're doing for uh, to to go see Tron. We're going to go see it in the IMAX, and we're actually having a party where we're going to watch the original Tron and then go see it. Which uh, there's such well, a stark difference, but good, yeah, we're doing that luck. here at Think Geek. We have a there's a guy uh, in our office who's uh, a Frenchman who hasn't uh, really enjoyed a whole lot of American cinema, and we're slowly uh, integrating him into American cinema, including uh, I think Thursday night we're going to be showing the original Tron back to back for for two different shifts because we have uh, some shift workers here. But uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, going back and watching the original Tron, and then. And then uh, when the premiere goes out, we're going to like close up shop for a couple of hours and go watch the new one. The, well, uh, as long as Kevin is off, let me let me just uh, one up him <laughs> and say that. Uh, no, I'm serious. Uh, you can get the uh, Daft Punk soundtrack on iTunes, but uh, I think for the next couple of days, Amazon actually has it in MP3 downloadable format for four dollars. So if you just go to Amazon.com, you could find it for four bucks. Awesome, good deal. Very good. Very good. Well, I guess we can, we can allow Kevin back on the show now. I, I remember watching, I actually watched the original Tron in high school, uh, on Laserdisc. And, and I just remember it being, it, it felt really cool then, but as I think back on it, the images, I haven't watched it in over 20 years and it's, it's, it feels dated as I think about it in my mind's eye. All right. Well, I saw it in the theater. I mean, I was, what? Uh, 15, 14, 15 years old when it was out in theaters that summer. So that sounds right. Because yeah. that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's absolutely now. I've had a number of people ask me, you know, do I need to see the first one? And part of me almost wants to wave them off in the sense of uh, um, if they feel like that it's dated, then they might be hesitant to go see Tron Legacy. I think that anyone who goes sees Tron, goes to see Tron Legacy with even just a, a, a memory of what they saw 22 years ago that they'll, or well, it's more than that, um, they'll be just fine. Right. Right. So yeah, I just yeah, watched I it this weekend and I totally agree. Yeah, I don't think, I, I can't imagine that they're going to market this movie with the idea that you have to watch the first one. That just, there's, it's just been too long. Oh yeah. You know, it's, so. I it mean, is, it but, is built kind of, I guess, of a sequel, but I don't think it's, uh, essentially you see the first one. I think they'll give everything you need to know in the, in the beginning there. They'll, they'll lay in the, the backstory as you need it. So. Yeah, that'd be like a book. But man, if you don't have it, good luck trying to find it because the DVD, yes. the 20th anniversary DVD on uh, um, that came out in 2002, which is no longer available in stores, is selling used on eBay for 90 bucks and selling new for 150. Wow! I'll sell, I'll sell mine for 75 right now. <laughs> there you go. That's money toward my six million dollar man set. <laughs> there you go. If you don't don't get it for Christmas, buy it. I think we have a VHS copy of it someplace. Maybe we get some money for that too. Yeah, they, you might get some takers in VHS. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, Kevin, I believe it's your turn. No, I just did Tron, so oh, okay. somebody else is up. All right, so hey, Miles, you're up. Okay, um, I I'll explain this. Um, I want to get a new um, uh, Star Trek uh, communicator from the movie. The reason being is um, uh, I want to complete my uh, my my. Uh, costume for uh, the next uh, convention. I had the phaser, I had the tricorder, and my wife actually found me a uh, a, a, a Starfleet uh, uniform shirt that fits me, and uh, 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 a, a captain's uh, shirt for that, so now I'm going to want to wear one at the next convention. So. I'm sorry, did you say Star Trek unicorn shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did. He did. I could have sworn he said that. that, that yeah. It's for the cover of your next novel, Dayton. Yes, you're going to have unicorns in your next novel. Right. <laughs> Star Trek unicorns. They exist okay. somewhere. Yeah, well, you, you, know, you know. Don't dare me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're known to take it out, man. No, no. So you'll, so you'll be dressing. Yes, yeah, so I'll be a bald Captain Kirk, but... Uh, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with well, that. Well, so is he. Don't worry about it. 
without the toupee. Who are there out there who can say, my wife helped me complete my Star Trek uniform so I could wear it to a convention? Uh, not many. Yeah. Is it something that she anticipated ever saying when she was writing your marriage vows? <laughs> Every now and then she, she says to herself, I can't believe I married a Trekkie. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all right, Dayton. Did, did your wife ever let you actually put up that mural you got from Thinky? No, no, no. In fact, no. In fact, when, when I brought it home and John, this is for you. When I brought it home and I pulled it out of my bag, she was like, absolutely effing not. <laughs> she says, you can use it to wallpaper the apartment you'll be living in while you're paying me alimony. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, wow. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, that, that hurts a little bit. Uh, no, I've got it. I've got it here. And I, I, I even told her, I said, you know, I don't even want to put it up. I just want to be able to put it up. I want to be able to, I want to be able to look at it in the closet and go, I could do it if I really wanted to because yeah. I got it. Right, right, right. Well, uh, John, why don't you go ahead and, uh, I believe you're next. Let me see if I can add, uh, Kevin here who keeps hanging up on me. I, I mentioned earlier I wouldn't promote Think Geek in any way because I think that's kind of, uh, uncool to do that. And I think Dayton would, would feel it was also a little disingenuous to try and promote his new book in the Typhon Pack series, Star Trek Pass, ah. <laughs> January 25th. So I'm not gonna do that. Instead, <laughs> Instead, what I'll do is uh, I, I'll put on my wish list uh, Stargate SG-1, the complete series on DVD. Uh, it's available for seventy nine ninety nine for all 10 seasons. And if you tried to do that on wow. iTunes, you'd pay more than 200 bucks for the download. So it's a hell of a deal at Amazon.com. So it uh, won't break the bank, and I would really, really like it. Dude, that, that is an awesome 80 deal. 80 bucks for all 10 seasons. That's yep. amazing. Wow, that's, that's, less than, that's less than 10 bucks a season. That's great. That's, I was going to say I bought I bought at least half of those on sale and I still didn't get that good a deal. Oh no! I wanted to say I spent fifteen. I, I spent at least twenty bucks or thirty bucks for each season when I had it when they came out. Yeah, because I was buying them by the season when they came out. I think I was getting them for maybe if I was lucky I was getting them for fifteen a season at Target. You know, because they would every once in a while throw out a couple of seasons at a discount. Yeah. And uh, and that's how I managed to get the last two years I was looking for. You know, the, the not last two seasons, but still seventy nine bucks for ten years worth of TV, man. That's a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what? Anyone know what Atlantis is going for? Is they they have a deal on Atlantis as well? I think you buy Atlantis. Whoa! Who, wow! Who was that? <laughs> that was Kevin. <laughs> 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 it was General Grievous. <laughs> oh man! General Grievous has joined the podcast. Oh, Kevin, I might have to call you on the phone. Well, why don't uh, while we're waiting for him to give me your number, why don't they, they go ahead and give us something off your list? All right, I'm going to go upscale now. Now we're getting into the stuff that I could never have. All right, right. There's, there's a show Summer on, on there's, a sh- no. <laughs> there's a show on uh, Sci-Fi. You know, formerly the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, called Hollywood Treasures, and it's a, it's about a guy living out in Hollywood, and, and what he does is he collects and obtains memorabilia from TV and movies, and then sets them up for auction. And on the last episode, they got a, they tried to get a piece from a guy who's out in LA, and he has the original statue, the eight foot tall lawgiver statue from the original Planet of the Apes. I know, I saw that. In his backyard, like, oh yeah, friggin' water fountain, man. And it's just sitting there, and I don't know how he got it. He must have got it off auction or something. But they tried to get it off of him, and he wouldn't sell it for a hundred grand. He wouldn't sell it for a hundred grand. He wouldn't. He wouldn't auction it off, thinking that he could get a hundred grand out of it. I mean, it was. I don't. I don't know the details of how it works. I don't know if he if they if they buy it from him and then turn around and try to auction it, or if they they get him to commit to auctioning it so that he can get whatever you know money they get from the auction. Right now, <laughs> I saw real one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were off. You were off in uh, banishment land or wherever. Yeah, we banished you to the planet. So, what was somebody spotted on Google Earth or something? No, how, there, how people I, find this. It's uh, there's a there's a guy in Hollywood who who collects all this stuff for a show. I mean, he, there's a show on the Sci Fi Channel that that follows this guy around. He collects stuff and gets it ready for auction. You know, stuff memorabilia from movies and TV. And one of the things he was after in the last episode was the lawgiver statue that's in this guy's backyard. You know, just like like a stone oh, sculpture just sitting there, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I actually saw when they had the the Jaffa helmet. I wanted that. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same episode or not, but um, they had a guy. They had the the guy from Stargate SG One with a whole bunch of Stargate stuff. 
Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. I got I got to figure. When is this show on? I mean, I, I, I've heard people talk about it now. I need to check it out. I don't even know. What what, what show? Oh, uh, Hollywood Treasure. I think it's on Wednesday nights. Uh, yeah. Does that sound right? Maybe, it, or maybe it, it is tonight. I don't know. It's a great night. I think there's. I don't think there's much. Well, I, th- I think it's tonight because I thought it was on after. It's either on before or after SGU. It's on, and then you know, then it would be on tonight, and then they rerun it a couple times during the week. Right. So. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just I'll check it out. Yeah. yeah. It's called Hollywood Hollywood Treasures. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Awesome. I just caught it by accident. I was flipping channels one night and 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 caught it and and ended up watching it. So. I think you could, they also had like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You could get. Well, like he talked to a guy that was he collected stuff like Batman's costume from the Tim Burton movies, and he collect he had one of the Batmobiles from the Tim Burton movies, or you know yeah. that era. I mean, he had a lot of stuff, but I mean, some of the stuff they sell is is crazy. I mean, it's not just sci fi stuff too. I mean, they have like Mary Poppins handbag or whatever. Yeah. So still has classic memorabilia that you just don't see too often. So yeah. Well, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dilmore, I believe it's your turn. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, well, I probably ought to go on the Think Geek side. If John really is serious about not promoting his own stuff, that was one of the reasons why I thought uh, he was coming on. So it makes, you know, there's, cause it, I deliberately avoided Think Geek this year because you're no, going to be on, John. promotion would be crude. <laughs> oh my God. It, it would be, wait, you know, Dilmore, you are John's pimp, so go ahead. Okay, right. well, uh, well, I haven't, I mean, I stepped away from the computer, so, well, let me do the one, I'll pimp one more thing that's, that's on my list, and then, I, then I'll take a look at Thinky, because I truly did, I ignored it this year, thinking that John was going to come on and talk about his stuff. Um, on my list, um, is the, uh, look, there's a lot of stuff out there, uh, this year, um, is, uh, DC Comics 75th anniversary. And there's a ton of things that are tying into that, and, uh, I've talked to people who are involved in stuff, I've looked at some stuff, and I say, Save your money. Don't buy any of it. Buy none of it except this. Buy 75 Years of DC Comics, The Art of Modern Myth-Making by Paul Levitz. It lists at $200, wow. but you can buy it on Amazon um, and other places on the, you know, a cheaper. Amazon's got it for 126 right now. But I'm telling you, it's, it, it is like this incredible work of publishing from what I've seen of it. Um, it is a hardcover that is 18 inches tall and 12 inches wide. Three and a half inches thick. It's seven hundred and twenty pages and sixteen pounds. I mean, wow. this thing is massive. But the stuff that it's got just looks fantastic, and I'd absolutely encourage you to check it out online. It comes with a slip cover with a handle, so you can carry it like a suitcase. Um, each of the uh, comic book pages. I mean, seriously. I mean, wow. each of the comic book pages are uh, uh, introduced with the metallic ink on foil uh, intros. They've got four-page pull-out timelines for five of the six eras of comics. And you get bonus points if you can name the six eras of comics. Um, and uh, uh, it, it covers DC not just in comics, but it's all media. It's TV, movies, toys, tie-ins. I mean, this this book is amazing. And uh, and I'm a huge DC Comics geek. I'm, I'm much um, more DC than Marvel. And um, the more and more I look at this book, it just is phenomenal. I cannot wait to read it. So uh, it's written by Paul Levitz, who has had decades of history with people who are comic book geeks that would probably remember his uh, run as a writer on Legion of Superheroes, among other things. The person but, uh, whom you're trying um, to I've meet. talked to people, including my uh, good friend, Dayton's good friend, uh, Bob Greenberger, who uh, works for Comic Mix and reviews a lot of this stuff, um, uh, and he said that it is just, it's an incredible piece of work. So if you've got a comic book person in your life who, who uh, um, wants something that they will that it will take them weeks to read and they'll just pour over and over again. That's the thing to get. Awesome, awesome. And you said what was it? What did that? What did that? Uh, what does it sell on Amazon for again? What price? Um, it was well. It's, it's it lists for two hundred. Uh, Amazon's got it for one twenty six. I saw it on Barnes and Noble for I think one thirty five. Um, but uh, seventy five years of DC Comics: The Art of Myth Making, and it's. I mean, the the book. I think, and I'm not sure because I'm not a comics professional, but I think that the that the finished size of the book is the same size as the sheets that comic artists used to draw on. Um, so when you open up this book and they're showing, and I mean every bit of uh, of you know, comic book making process um, you're looking at, at sheets that are as big as the artists used to turn in I mean some of it I think they do digital now our friend Freddie right. Williams does all his stuff digitally right. um, for DC but yeah. uh, it just it just I cannot wait to get this thing it's, every time I see it I, I just get a little bit more excited 
Was, I talking, was I talking too much? I, did, did, you just I just couldn't stand it and ran out. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. You're coming through loud and clear, so I don't know. What's that? it's kind of hard to deliver your Christmas list using only beeps. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>, really? <laughs> uh, that should be on my Christmas list. Oh, uh, well, I think it's my turn next. My uh, my next product. I actually did pull some Think Geek products since Frange won't pimp Think Geek himself. Um, and what I would love to have is the light up Vader shirt, large from Think Geek. That looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. I was noticing that. That'd be great. Can you? I can imagine walking into school with the Vader shirt on. My students would definitely think I lost it if they don't. Or, or, or they think like you're the most awesome teacher ever. Yeah. Well, I did show Star Trek. I did show a clip of Star Trek Eleven just yesterday. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about how you know how in the uh, the original series, um, well, the original motion picture or the motion picture, I guess, in the novelization of it, Gene Roddenberry wrote that himself. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. I, was waiting for, yeah. I was waiting for it. I was like, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, His name's on the book. He must have written it. Yeah. <laughs> He's no. Yeah, I don't know. But but the way it's written, the, the dialogue at the end is very, It there's not a lot to it. At the very end, the very end scene, and we were talking about, I was teaching my students about how you show a scene, you don't just tell a scene, right? The classic homage. And so I said, you know, we, we rely on visualization for it. So instead of going to the motion picture, I showed the updated version of that end scene uh, when they kind of depart and go out into space. So Yeah. Yeah, so that was my uh, tie-in for that. But. That's, that's a good one. And for what it's worth, the light-up Vader shirt, um, which was a Star Wars Celebration 2010 exclusive, is actually in stock at Think Geek and available for thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I know. Awesome. So, yeah. So, if you want it, you can go to Think Geek. So, Miles, yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go something with a little bit um, impractical, but not necessarily impossible. Um, for for those of you who are familiar with uh, Starship Farragut, uh, they uh, have about once, or maybe maybe a couple times a year, they do open house at their new studios in St. Mary's, Georgia. And uh, I would love to have a couple days just to go down there and just. Uh, um, Check out their sets. Sit in the in the captain's chair and uh, uh, just just walk around uh, um, um, their sets. I mean, they're, they're, they've completed a lot of them already, and uh, uh, love to be a red shirt in one of their uh, productions just to get uh, be one off. It would be uh, it'd be really cool. Well, then you could get the uh, the Think Geek uh, you know, shirt expendable. Yes, that is another uh, that is another item on my uh, sci fi Christmas yeah, list. Then you could be expended. Mm-hmm. It'd, be, it'd be very cool. So I'm going to wear that when the convention's a, a red shirt, expendable red shirt. Yeah. Well, John, I believe it's your turn. My turn. Uh, so uh, if I think Dayton was talking about his pie in the sky sort of uh, if uh, if Daddy Warbucks was buying me a, a Christmas present, this is what I'd want. What I want is uh, a Star Trek captain's chair replica. Mm. Um, there's about oh. three grand, but um, I've already actually cleared it with my wife. She said if I could get one. Um, then it it goes right in the middle of the living room, right in front of the TV, and it will not move. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Either that, or, or you should have it like a work. It's like this is my command center. Sure. Right, yeah. And then you need to get like all the Mac displays, so it looks like the new movie. I would totally remodel my bathroom around that thing. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that in your apartment or at your actual house? Yeah, it's going to be in the apartment with my mural on the wall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, go, Dayton. You're up. Okay. Well, John's uh, captain's chair from Diamond Select for three thousand dollars is a slice of the pie in the sky that I'm getting ready to hammer you with. Because <laughs> I, I, my big, my big gift, and this is for real. There is a company in Indiana called Fiberglass Freaks, and they have obtained the license to do official reproductions of the '66 Batmobile. Hmm. Oh. Full blown, street ready, the whole nine yards. One hundred and fifty grand. They make eight a year. Wow! And there's already a waiting list. That's as long as your arm. Wow! I kid you not. If you go out to their website, it's by b y batparts dot com. They've got a complete website with pictures <laughs> and everything. It is awesome. Uh, you looking that it up, Miles? Awesome. Yeah. 
five. I, I would parts. even put on my Christmas list. I would put. I just want to ride in it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't even want to buy one. I don't, I don't even it. have anybody buy it for me. I just want to take one and get either pulled over by a cop for speeding or, <laughs> or go through a McDonald's drive-through. You know. Uh, I mean, yeah, go, go through and ask for like a bat burger. <laughs> <laughs> what would be great is what 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 the cop would put on the ticket. You know, the, the make and model of the vehicle. Yeah, I don't even have to own one. I just want to drive one. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's that's like uh, you know, if you get like a land speeder mod- mocked up car or something like that, or no, a this, this is the real deal. It's a fully functional, street ready vehicle. It will, and the, and the guy own the guy that that uh, heads up this project. He's had one for going on what. 15 or 18 years now. It was one of the first ones he ever built. And uh, they just got the license to do this a couple of months ago. And um, they're crank. They're start. They, they, I say cranking them out, but they only do eighty year. They hand built. You know, they hand build the chassis and everything out of fiberglass or whatever, and they build it. You know, from the chassis up, and wow. it looks phenomenal. It's right down to all the detailing, all the label, all the bat gadgets, everything. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. There's a yes parking lot with like a couple of them in there kevin and i are actually talking about driving to baltimore next summer for shore leave so that we can make a detour (laughs) (laughs) truly i mean i mean we we have talked about it oh man you need to film it and put a put like a documentary of it up on youtube right it's like oh god it'd be awesome i'll leave lunchbox here as collateral you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I, yeah I, I mean, you know, and, and I'd even, you know, I'd even, you know, I can polish up the fiberglass. I can do something. You know, yeah. If Miles is looking at the website, then he's seen the pictures. It looks sweet. It does. Yeah. 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 So we drive to Indiana, and then we can drive to Otisburg. <laughs> Otisburg. <laughs> Otisburg. Is it follow What's that? <laughs> Is that I'll where just it's... erase it. I'll just erase Mr. Luthor. No, it's fine. There you go. Somebody got it. So. <laughs> nice. Oh man. So uh, Dilmore, it's your turn. I got one. I got one. Okay. Well, this is this is awesome because uh, I mean now I mean I, I'm just I'm just called up the Think Geek site. Let's just let's just take this. Let's run it to the ground. One of my favorite shirts that I've had for a long time. I say a long time, like the last year, year and a half or so, um, is the uh, shirt that I bought at Think Tank called uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizard, Spock that yes. uh, built off of the Big Bang Theory. Okay, there's a new Big Bang Theory shirt out here that I have not seen before tonight, and I am going – I may just click on buy now as we speak. But it's uh, called Dr. 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 Mr. And it's got <laughs> – it's awesome. It's got pictures of the four cast members of Big Bang Theory with a doctor next to Sheldon, a doctor next to Leonard, a doctor next next to Cruiser Polly, and a mister next to Wallowitz. It's perfect. It's awesome. uh, so John, kudos to you. This is this is a cool uh, Big Bang Theory shirt that rivals Rock Paper Scissors Lizard Spock. Now is it is it Think Geek that's also got the one that's uh knock 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 penny penny, you know, knock 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 penny, knock 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 penny. Is, is oh, I don't know. Is that a think? Is that a think geek shirt too, John? You know, I got to be honest. We've launched uh, since uh, November. We've been launching about uh, forty to fifty products a week. Oh, so I haven't Lord. been keeping track of all of them. Uh, wow. But I happen to have the site up right now. Let me see. Uh, penny, Penny. Let's see if the search engine is going to. Uh, yep, yep. There it is. Knock, knock, knock. Penny, knock, knock, knock. Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome! Awesome! You know, or, so, or you like, can just walk just down. Just launched the, last week. Yeah, or you can just you like walk it? down we to the storehouse. Last week, the uh, soft kitty baby doll. Have you seen that one? The what? But uh, but I I oh, the soft kitty. You, that, uh, you cut out on me there for a second. So yeah, soft sorry. We uh, we just launched the soft kitty T-shirt uh, just just last week. Oh wait, a minute. I just I just pulled up. Hell, everything on the site's out of stock. Everybody must be buying stuff for Christmas. So the Bazinga but, lunchbox. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is it's awesome. I mean, so if nothing else, go to uh, um, go to thinkgeek.com, check out the uh, t-shirts and apparel, and under that, click on unisex shirts, and under that, click under pop culture. You're going to see something for anybody on your list. Um, that uh, and and they, if you're not, it, it's the it's the next best thing to a Captain Kirk uniform to wear to a convention. I tell you what. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree with that. Totally agree with that, Miles. I believe it's you. You're up. All right. And we'll uh, make this our uh, final round then. Okay. Uh, another thing I would like on my sci-fi Christmas list, um, I think we covered them all. Because um, we, we, we said so the red shirt. The red shirt was the last one. So. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And so nothing nothing more to add? No. 
And they were okay, well, well, John, it's you then. All right, well, my last sci-fi gift item is uh, a subscription to HBO. Uh, they're the only ones who are going to be offering the Game of Thrones oh, in the yeah. spring, which, you know, I don't know if you've seen the trailers, but it looks amazing. And and I might add, it's a fantastic series of books. So, you know, if, if you get caught in some kind of weird nor'easter snowstorm um, and uh, you're, you've got no power and only candlelight, uh, with the mountain of snow outside, uh, you couldn't do much better uh, buying the books and, and just sitting there as reading those. Uh, unless you are buying a collection of short stories called Seven Deadly Sins, which I think includes a story by uh, by you two, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, I believe it uh, does. Well, okay, so tell me more about this because I have heard the buzz just starting on this TV show, and I know nothing about it. Have you read any of the books? No, no, I'm totally unfamiliar with with the uh, with the whole thing. Well, dude, you need to read the first book, uh, Game of Thrones. That's uh, George R. R. Now, Martin. This, I think this, this, it's not but some it's of this like fantastic. magic sword and sorcery stuff, is it? You know, there's actually very if there's so uh, so subsumed, I guess that it's uh, it, it's it is fantasy, but it is not magic. So it's it's very oh, cool. realistic. Okay. Lots lots of great characters. So if if you're not into the magic side of fantasy, this is this is the book for you definitely. I, I up, am not a, a magic and, and fantasy um, kind of person, but I love Arthur. But I love Arthurian legend. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I read the King Arthur books when I was uh, when I was young, and that sucked me into a lot of different things. So it sounds like this might be right up my alley. I got to ask John about bacon A's. Go ahead, John's on again, <laughs> dude. Bacon A's, it's freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> what what is ba- is bacon is like mayonnaise with bacon? It's like may I guess bacon flavored mayonnaise, right? Is that basically what we're talking about? Yeah, you'll be it surprised looks- if you if you add a little liquid smoke and some brown sugar and some maple syrup to anything, you can call it bacon flavored. There's actually no bacon in it; it's just bacon flavored. Nice. I never thought about that. But that's probably, I guess that would get you there. I want a bacon scarf. <laughs> they have a stuffed bacon plush on things. I saw, and it talks to you. It's great. <laughs> what it does? It does. I think it has. Yes, I, I think it talks. It talks, it talks well, if you're, if you're to you. Your bacon talks to you. You haven't cooked it long enough. <laughs> no. Isn't, isn't that? Isn't that? Isn't that true? So, Game it of Thrones. Go ahead. It says, "I'm bacon." <laughs> I'm bacon. Oh, <laughs> Nothing like stating the obvious. Well. uh yeah. Go ahead. Uh, John, did, were you finished with Game of Thrones? Yeah, Game of Thrones, uh, HBO. Got to have it. Got to have it, definitely. Dayton, you're up for your last one. I want some bacon A's. <laughs> bacon A's? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, actually, that uh, is awesome. I'm, I'm actually, now I'm trolling the Think Geek site now, and i got to say, I'm uh, every once in a while I like to... Yeah, he likes to, all right. Did we lose him? Yeah, we lost him. So every once in a while he likes to. I, I, <laughs> I like to. Do too. I can fill in that sentence for you. I mean, you know, one of the top ten things that Dayton every once in a while likes to. Uh, gosh, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. We can. Uh, they don't have the explicit tag on this uh, podcast yet. No, but, but but it could easily go there tonight. I mean, you know what? Yeah, I tried very hard not to do that when I was when I podcasted for Heroes. Uh, we would keep track, and uh, uh-huh. usually I was the one that threw us into the explicit tag, and uh, it would be like a contest of, of how quickly I could do it. But uh, no, I, I've, I tried very hard to uh, keep. Well, it's Christmas time, you know. It's the holidays. You, know, you want to? I missed that podcast. That was a good show. You you, you, uh, you were the one listening. <laughs> no, the one guy. The one person. Wow. Listening. That- that's how you and I met, Kevin. We met at the um, we met at the Heroes panel at uh, at uh, um, Shoreleaf. No, that's correct. That's correct. And but no, it was I, I actually liked that uh, podcast a lot too. The difficult, I mean, well, I mean, the, and I don't know if this is something that I had uh, uh, mentioned before, but uh, um, Jill and Ian are no longer together, so uh, that kind of busted up the team. <laughs> and uh, so you know, so that's uh, you know, so that's. Uh, it was a difficult thing, but now, well, and then the show starts to suck, you know. Between Hello. that, and, yep, you're uh, here. Are you there? Yep, you're Bueller. here. Bueller. Yep, Bueller. 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 Yeah. So Dayton likes to. 
Yeah, well, that's what you did. Yeah, you yeah, I was, no, I was trolling the, I'm trolling the Think Geek site, and, I, and I'm, I'm sometimes a model builder when I have insomnia or something, and I'm checking out this Star Wars Millennium Falcon model for 50 bucks off the Think Geek site. It's already pre-painted, which is half the battle for me, so. Wow. I'm yeah. checking it out, and it looks pretty slick. It's about as big as a friggin' basketball or maybe a pizza plate or something, but. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, that looks like it'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I know Polar, so, Lights, okay, Polar Lights is getting ready to put out a 1 to 350 scale version of the original Enterprise, which is supposed to be super detailed and, you know, measured to within a, an inch of its life or whatever based on the actual filming model from, you know, the, the show. So That's I've kind of cool. thought about maybe buying that, but it's $150, so I don't know if I can justify the expense for, a, you know, what's basically a toy. <laughs> well, yeah, got, I guess I can uh, build it in my apartment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it looked great in your in your room that is uh, papered like the bridge. It'll look hanging. It'll look great hanging over the bed in my new apartment. <laughs> so, okay, do I get to throw one yeah, more in? Yeah, throw one more in here. Okay, here's here's my one more that I'll throw in since Dayton talked about the pizza size uh, Millennium Balkan. Um, there is a uh, pizza cutter available at thinkgeek.com uh, that is the the USS Enterprise. Pizza cutter. You hang on to the nacelles and you use the primary hull to cut your pizza. Um, and uh, you can, in fact, you can, as it says, you can boldly cut pizza where no man has cut before. Nice. That's, this is awesome. This is because nice. I, I mean, uh, the only uh, the only um, type of uh, of Star Trek related cutlery that I that I own, I actually got from Thinky because I went for the Enterprise Spork. Ooh, awesome. That's uh, so, so yeah. Did we lose everybody else? No, no everyone's here. Well, no, I'm okay, here. Cool. But Dane's yeah. not. hung up on us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, to- I'm totally in for the pizza cutter. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that's very, very cool. I think I had one more, and I think it was the AT-AT. I want the uh, AT-AT you guys have. So I want it animated. I want it to be moving. Have cool. you seen the, the video some guy did? I forget. Oh, it it might like, even be a year old now. The one about um, the dog. Yes. <laughs> is that awesome? You know, I offered one up. Uh, I offered up one of those uh, Star Trek pizza cutters up to um, uh, to David Mack. I said, you know, hey, did, 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 is there any chance you wanted one of these? And he said, oh, you mean this? And he sent me the link. Yeah, he, he sent you the link to what? The uh, the Star Trek pizza cutter. He looked at it and I'm just thought it was ridiculous and said, no, thank you. <laughs> oh. You, oh, it's not ridiculous at all. It's awesome. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, that's. I mean, you guys have covered everything on my list. I mean, I. I mean, if I wanted to be totally self-serving, I could at least throw out something about uh, uh, this year's uh, um, Star Trek uh, keepsake ornaments that Hallmark put out. But you know, I would hate to be self-serving. As John says, it just seems so crass. But but if they did, want, yeah, yeah, if they did want to buy those, uh, Dilmore, where would they go? If they, you know, if you were to be self-serving. You know, you're, you're, uh, your local Hallmark Gold Crown store would be the place to go, um, or go to hallmark.com and, and do a uh, store search. But, uh, but yeah, so, and, uh, and the, uh, uh, there are three ornaments this year. So the, the Enterprise from the 2009 movie, um, a Captain Kirk ornament that is the first in series, our first, we've been doing Star Trek ornaments for 20 years, and this year is our first official numbered Star Trek series. Captain Kirk is the first ornament in the Star Trek Legends series. I'll leak and tell you that the 2011 ornament is Mr. Spock. Uh, I know that comes as a shock that we will follow <laughs> nice. Kirk and Spock. Um, and then, uh, and then, but you can get a Kirk and Spock ornament this year with uh, our Amok Time ornament, and you can, uh, you know, see them uh, fighting like in the TV episode Amok Time and with the fight music. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, and uh, and. Uh, Dilmore and Dayton, where can they, uh, if they, if they, if you were to be again self-serving and want to find out a little bit more about your books and about who you are, where could they find you? Oh, I, I always send people to DaytonWard.com. That's your one-stop shopping for internet banality, right there. Yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> certainly is. It certainly is. And John, of course, we've been talking about Think Geek, and that is found at what site? Uh, if you wanted to uh, go to ThinkGeek, that's ThinkGeek.com. And if you wanted to uh, follow me on Twitter, that's uh, Twitter.com slash Frage, F-R-A-I-Z-E. Yeah, and you can just harass them there. But uh, and we, didn't, we, we, didn't get, we didn't get your uh, Twitter handles. Where can they find you guys on Twitter when you're on? 
Well, I mean, I haven't been using Twitter a lot lately, but I am going to try to get back on it. I'm just, I'm, I'm strictly Kevin Dilmore, pretty easy to find. Right. Um, you also, if you wanted to, um, if you're a Facebook person, I have a, uh, a page called Kevin Dilmore's Pop Culture Mayhem. And if you wanted to get on there, uh, you can hear about all the weird things that uh, we're uh, getting ready to do. Like, uh, you know, Dayton and I are, are going to go see Tron on opening night. So if you wanted to come see Tron with us, we'll tell you where we're going to be. Oh, very cool. And uh, Dayton and your Twitter? I'm basically Dayton Ward on Twitter. All one word. There you are. Very cool. Well, we do have – Miles has to get going here real soon. But we do have one – we do have one more Think Geek gift certificate to give away to our listeners. How should we – Wow. What should we make them do? This is for a $100 gift certificate for Think Geek. What? A hundred – hell. I mean, do it for 50. No. (laughs) So what? Which, sorry, tell what, me, tell me what I need to do for fifty, let alone a hundred. Now let's figure out what should we make our listeners do for for a hundred bucks. Hmm. We typically do trivia. Let's do something different. Wow, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, what? Uh, I mean, uh, so they will listen to the podcast, and then will they send in a, a, like an answer to a trivia question, or are they send well, that, submitting we, like a little video? Well, we we can do we can do either. We, we've done trivia in the past, but we didn't. Uh, Miles and I were kind of vacant in our uh, trivia. Coming up with the trivia for tonight, so we don't have to do trivia. Should we make him do uh, something? Uh, we can make him do something corny if we want. I don't care. Gosh, I don't know. I think that uh, I think what you should here's here's you know just just a suggestion. They have to they have to locate the lyrics. They locate the lyrics to the theme song for the original series and sing it. Ooh, that's pretty. Ooh. Yeah, call your eight hundred number and uh, and have them sing it. Okay. Yeah, or else, yeah, or else uh, send in a, a little uh, flip video or something. Okay, so 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 they have to send in them an audio clip of them singing the lyrics to the original series song. I mean, that's just that's just one idea. That, that's a great idea. Or or a flip video. That would work too. Was that kind of what you was, was that work for you, Fresh? That works for me. I was uh, I was trying to come up with a quick uh, trivia question, but no, that works great. Oh, let, let's do that. That's going to be great. So if you really want this $100 gift certificate to Think Geek. you got to work for it. you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. Find the original lyrics to Star Trek, the original series. That's right. The, the theme song, right? That's what we're talking about? Yes. Gene, Gene Roddenberry wrote lyrics to the theme song. Right. And uh, if you want this, send us a clip of you singing it. It doesn't have to be good. I'm going to make Miles listen to it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh, our flip video of it, and we'll and uh, the winner of uh, whoever we select to be a winner will win a hundred dollars to Think Geek, and we'll announce that next week. Beyond the rim of starlight. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on, come on, you work there. You work. No, that's awesome. Uh, the lyrics are available. They are available, and they're, and they're and they're glorious lyrics. Right, right. Well, we lost Dayton again, but we have got to wrap up the show. So thanks, guys, for joining us tonight in this night from Skype Hell. And uh, we, I think we, I think we made it work, yes. Miles. I, I, well, I, I hope it's not too difficult to edit, but we, I, I just had just as much fun this year. Actually, I had more fun this year than last year because John was able to join us. So it's awesome. Yeah, thanks, Aww. John, for joining us tonight. And for, thank and, you guys. I had a great time. Yeah, and thanks for you know not uh, you know promoting Thinking, you know. I mean, yeah, we wouldn't want anyone to, you know, think uh, think less of the diner uh, because of all of the uh, crass commercial messages uh, about Think Geek or Hallmark or uh, Kevin and Dayton's books. That would just be, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what, you know, nothing would be worse than just a subliminal message to Think Geek. You know that we would put into the podcast Think Geek think and talk geek. about it com, think right geek. here, right? Com, think. <laughs> number nine, number nine, number nine. All right, guys, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. All right, night, gentlemen. I'll let you know when this comes out in the feed, and uh, hopefully it sounds good. So, oh, please do, and then and I'll uh, we can promote it on Facebook and Twitter too. Absolutely, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, guys. All right. Enjoy your night. All right. Bye. Steve Austin, astronaut. Well, you just, uh, I might be interrupted a little later on by my son Kiefer bursting at the door saying, Daddy, I want a podcast. He does, it. <laughs> he, he does that every so often. Yeah. 
Let's try that again. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. Well, I don't know. It just ended. What the funny part was, right as I cut off, a pop-up for Skype shows up asking me to fill out a survey for feedback on the quality of the call. (laughs) It sucked. (laughs) It was great while it lasted. Kevin, you were going to give us something Science. Science. Uh, we put the fiction in science, in science that's for sure. <laughs> fine so i'm not sure uh can you hear me though see when you're doing skype you can't be doing porn at the same time i know i was gonna say that i was gonna blame our i was gonna blame our poor skype when you're doing doing skype you can't do what at the same time porn oh you can't be downloading porn at the same time (laughs) it does it it does affect things it affects the bandwidth bandwidth that you see that's right do that at work <laughs> because yeah. usually I can repurpose the porn into the products we make. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's some interesting hallmark items. It gives a whole new meaning to keepsake ornament, doesn't it? Oh man, oh, bad mental images. <laughs> See, you know, we get Kevin on the show, and this is what happens. I'm sorry. No, no. I'll, Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. If you want to find out more about the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, please visit Sci-Fi Diner Podcast.com where you can find show news, pictures, videos, and many other things about the Sci-Fi Diner. You can also find the Sci-Fi Diner where else, Miles? We have a Facebook fan page and uh, we have very active discussion going on there between uh, Scott and myself and you, the listeners. So I encourage you, please uh, join our Facebook fan page and let's talk some sci-fi. You can find us on Twitter at twitter.com backslash sci-fi diner. You can find me on Twitter. That's uh, Herzog, H-E-R-T-Z-O-G. And I am uh, Son of Worf uh, at Twitter. And I also um, on uh, Trek Space, uh, Son of Worf at Trek Space. And Lee, uh, we want to hear from you. So please email us at the sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com or call our listener line at one 508 And let us know your thoughts of what you're watching, what you like, what you don't like. We want to hear from you. 